The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. What you listening to, man? What they talking about? They talking I got about? my hand up on that knob trying to figure trying out. To figure it doesn't out. matter who's the guest or what's the subject. Because they keep it 100 and them callers love it. Show got you tuned in, rave action like uh, a bad chick texting uh, what's happening. They ain't hit you at 5 o'clock news. Our host keep it blunt, sharing their point of views. Uh, they going in, man, cause they ain't got no filter. Got no filter. Cause they keep it 100, that's why we messing with you. Got you up to date with the latest with music and what's trending, that's basics. On primetime hours, you can never go wrong. And you night with music and what's going on. And your neck of the woods like, hey, I'll roll on today. Like, feel it entertained with the radio show. Tuesday, Thursday, take it over, let them know. Let them tell the phone rings. Yeah, I'm on this thing. All right, welcome on in. Sit on down. We got the third installment of the best of the radio show ATL. We call it That's the Best You Got. This is volume three. I'm M16, your favorite government issued weapon. All right, so. We got an array of different stories, the best of from just some different clips over, I'd say about the last year and a half or so of the show. Some serious, some not so serious, but all we hope to be entertaining. So the first one that we're gonna get into here as far as story goes is that black restaurants, man, they have some problems and it seems like we seem to encounter a lot of. We had a friend of the show, Lauren, who is a fashionista, but she's also somebody who's well-versed in the brunch scene in Atlanta and she has some stories to tell and one in particular that should catch your attention about uh yeah bad experiences when it comes to black restaurants please take a listen so, so don't I twist you it. look i'm 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 interested now because i i lauren i heard you say something about like do you have any other bad like experiences i mean can't can nothing be worse than you going to go grab your food and anything else mm-hmm. happen that you can remember that come to mind that's as bad as that because that's pretty egregious Thanks. Um, I went to breakfast at Barney's. It's in the city. We waited over two hours to sit down somewhere. Now, if I'm spending my money, I don't want to wait two hours to eat. We was hungry. <laughs> so I won't ever be back there. Two hours? Hours. And the crazy thing is, we put the reservation in at home because we knew it was going to take a long Hold time. Hold on. You had oh a reservation God. and it was still two hours? Yes. I yes. Oh, my God. Uh-uh. I would have left. Oh. Bro, black folks inventing ways to go out of business, dog. I swear to God. Time out. Time out. I got questions. <laughs> it deserves a follow-up. Good at least. It wasn't that good to me. Oh, oh my God! Oh, oh man! If, if it was blessing, if that food was blessing, I wouldn't be complaining. <laughs> she wouldn't have brought it up. She would have forgot. Yeah. <laughs> forgot about the two-hour wait. Uh, I got bad from that place, son. That hurt my soul. Two two hours with a reservation. Ooh, I got another one for you. Been you got a wait. You have another black another establishment horror story. Hey, I'm man, go with Google it. Google. I'm writing go. these down for when I go to the <laughs> Ain't going. Went to this place called Boogaloo. They overcharged us for some mimosas. So my friend was telling the girl, you know, the server, that we were overcharged. She was arguing back now. Arguing back. Black so they got into That's a what I was just saying. Ain't a fight. That sounded about right. Like she a fight? the manager a hundred times. The girl never would get the manager. Then they end up fighting. In the Whoa. 
Whoa. That's, 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 that's what I was saying about <laughs> black people being bipolar, right? Oh, and my for Lord. me, see, the thing is, for me, you don't get the same customer service at these black establishments. It's like they don't do any training whatsoever on how to service people. That's what blows me. If I go to Cheesecake Factory and something wrong, they're going to fix it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, I, you just don't get that, that same energy. You go to a I, black place, they're telling you on Sunday to come back on Tuesday because their register's down. They think just like, because they black, you're supposed to just give them that fucking pass. But no, fuck all that shit. I want my product now, bitch. <laughs> you are now listening to the radio show. Old people. People in general. Stop wearing them ignorant ass Bluetooth pieces in your ear. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, next up, we have a debate uh, concerning the situation that happened with Ryan Coogler and him going into Bank of America, trying to be discreet about pulling a bunch of cash and ended up the authorities getting involved. You got ATL Diva in this clip, you got myself and you got EZ. And we're debating on who was wrong, who was right. And should black people be more on guard with certain things because we feel like the rules don't apply to us? There's a pretty good debate, lots to dive into. Check it out. The system that says, that on his last visit, you instructed him to see a banker, which you can put notes on people's accounts when you do any transaction with them. If there were notes on his account that said that you know what we have it, well, there were. It, to be it, a banker. it came up as a high. It came up as a high risk transaction when. Why is it a high risk transaction? It's twelve fucking thousand dollars. Yeah, anything over a certain amount, it is a flag, oh, especially yeah. in cash. Yeah, what bullshit. Whatever. People come in and take out that kind of money all the time. I mean, if it, it's a I flag, mean, it is. Yeah, it's a. It is what it is. I, like she would have had. Like okay, so let's say that the transaction would have went according to plan. Like he came out and oh. withdrew it. She would have still had to fill out this form that has. He wouldn't have known about right. it. Right. Well, right. we, all, about a large we, transaction. First, we all know about the form, which is why if you do deposit, you, you keep it under 10. You do 9999. Yep. Everybody knows that. However, yep. anytime I have had to make a transaction that a teller didn't feel comfortable, I was directed or partnered with a banker, period. Or what can I help you with today? What would you like to do? From there of me saying what kind of transaction I want to do today, I was immediately instructed to go to a banker or I was immediately escorted to go to a teller because that's what the hostess does when you come in the bank. So once again, the bank protocol failed because they should have filled what he needed and directed him where he was supposed to go. If he got to the teller without seeing a banker, the teller should have redirected him, seeing that he had an account, seeing that he had a a valid ID, should have instructed a banker to come over and assist him or put him on the list to speak with the next available person or taking him to the back, the side, or all the other little special rooms they got in the bank when you go. I mean, Not that's what I'm saying. Call the police. Just, at, just ask for a manager. Just ask for a manager. If you want to be discreet, let them take you in an office. You know how many times I've had you know people come in where like there was a client of, of ours at, at the bank that i worked at who owned a valet service so he would come in there with ones like bags of ones so we take him to the bank and count them back a there. while but 
But that's his choice. He doesn't have to do that. If that is bank protocol, then that needs to be explained. But it's when for I his have safety. But I have options. If it's for his safety, when he opened up his account and he has done certain transactions, then the banker or the manager should have told him that. But if I'm allowed to come in here and I can pick however I want to do my transaction, whether it's over ATM, the drive-through teller, or the walk-in teller, or a banker, based on what I have time to do today, that is well within my right. And you can't blame me because I took advantage of a service that you offer, but just because it wasn't your preference, though. If yeah, it's I something just... to say, you know what, the next time you come in with Googler, see a manager, because then that way we can offer you additional discretion, just like the lady at Saks did. She gave us a choice. Would you like to check out here? However, for our cash paying customers over a certain amount of money, we like to take them to the back. I still could have, with my friend, chosen to check out at the counter, or we chose to go to the back. But it was so, an option that was provided. Diva, you do understand Here. that the rules for us are different. You get it. I know you do. Of, that of course, I know the rules are different, but if he still has a choice on what he wants to do, and if he's been doing this choice without repercussions, how can you blame him if it's been successful multiple times? Yeah, I'm not pointing the finger. I'm just saying that there could have been steps taken on both sides to avoid this, on his side and the teller. Listen, when I go into the bank, I don't think that far into it, honestly. I have been taken to a manager's office to count my money before, and sometimes I have not. It depends on the person. It's not consistent. I'm just, I just want the money. I don't care where I'm going. There's not anybody else in here, really. So if it's only $12,000, it's not going to be a bag. So you can get that in whatever denominations of to reduce the amount of cash that you carry to maybe a few envelopes or one envelope pouch and then you can put it in whatever bag you want and walk out so it's not millions it's a few thousand which in his world he's a millionaire twelve thousand dollars ain't shit they'll spend that in a few hours going out to eat or doing whatever we're different but if you go in the bank all the time and you do the same thing what i mean oh, I don't find him at fault for anything he did. I'm sorry. I feel like it's the bank's fault. If you are a bank and you have strict protocols on stuff, then you need to be fucking consistent. If you have a question about something, you should just simply clarify it before you involve the police and embarrass yourself. It's that simple. All it took was two extra questions before you call the cops. He has an ID and he has an account. All that would have took was a manager to say, you know what, Mr. Kugler, it'd be better if we just help you in my office. I'm sure he would have went. I mean, but that's what I've been saying. Like, the first thing he should have done on a transaction no, like this was you're trying to tell. No, you're trying to tell him what he should have did. If I go into an establishment, you're the professional. You're supposed to tell me what to do. Yes or no? If you go to your tell- tax person and you say, oh, okay, this is what I um, need, you're expecting them to guide you. I'm not a banker. I just make deposits, right? Yeah, but okay. So the key and all this and the reason why is that he's saying he wants to be discreet. 
there's no more discreet place in the bank than going into the manager's office. They don't know what transaction you're doing. No, you don't know no. who's watching you when you're reaching for all this money if, if, if he's I getting money be, from them. If I want to be discreet, I wrote it down. So being that you see what I want, then guide me on how to yeah. do it. So yeah. you have you have to think about it like this. When he first came in, most high power people are on a very short time crunch. They literally schedule things in 30 to 15 to 30 minute increments. Okay, what's the fastest way for me to get out the bank? He could have looked for a banker. None could have been available. They have you sign in when you come in. How long is it going to be for a banker? Oh, well, it's going to be about 30 to 45 minutes. Oh, okay. All right. So then he probably made a decision to go to a teller because bankers, there's not a lot of them in there. Let's just be fair. How many advisors or bankers were available when you were in it? Was it um, more than it was four? Only, there was only four of us in, in that branch and only two of us were doing that type of job. So exactly. it wasn't it wasn't a whole bunch. And but, I have never sat in a banker's office for less than 30 minutes. Ever, except for if they've already started my transaction at the counter and they want to finish it in the banker's office and they're just letting me count my money. But any other time, it's definitely 30 minutes or more in a banker's office. Now, and there's only two. I, I want to make this clear um, that I thoroughly disliked my job at the bank. So I am not defending <laughs> the bank. I mm -hmm. hated it there. It was mm -hmm. stiff. Everybody worked too much. I had to wear a tie. I hated it. Okay, couldn't stand, but I know that there are certain things that are put in place that flag certain actions. Right. That it, it, I hate circling it back to this, but no matter who we are, no matter how much money we have in the back of our mind, we always got to ask that question of, you know, do the rules that apply to other people apply to me in this situation? And it shouldn't be like that, but unfortunately, that's how it is. That's how he ended up in handcuffs. Well, I don't know if it was thing. that deep. Well, this is the thing, and this is why I'm going to tell you he probably felt like that. I've been to the bank with people who've taken out that and more, and we were not in the banker's office, and it was not a problem. Do you understand what I'm saying? So... If you've done something yourself multiple times and you've been with other people who have done the same thing multiple times, where else does your mind go when you literally end up in handcuffs when there were so many steps that could have resolved the situation professionally before it even escalated to that point? And the other question should be asked is why was that the bank's first go-to? When you just want to look at what he wrote, but his behavior, his compliance, and nothing else was an alert. Well, it, his demeanor and all you're that stuff doesn't mean anything. Remember, yes, the first day does. I started there, the bank got robbed by notes. Listen, right? listen. By somebody being caught. If it, when we're when we are trained on investigative fraud and all the other stuff we've been trained on, it's not just one indicator that we go off of, is it? It's a multitude yeah. of indicators, right? We have a whole list of things that we kind of run through before we make a decision yeah. to send a file, a person, or anything up for additional investigation. Because a lot of times, it's just clarification questions, and it's like, oh, okay, the person came off a certain way, but then we were able to resolve it with additional proof, evidence, or yeah. whatever, so it doesn't need to go. All I'm saying is, 
it looks poor on a professional institution when you literally had information that would have prevented you from escalating it. This man gave you an ID and an account number, and you're more focused on what he wrote. He didn't say be quiet and put this much money in the bank. He said, could you just be discreet about, because this is the thing, when you go, tellers count your money and sometimes they count it loud. And if the bank is really quiet, everybody can hear what's going on. I had a friend one time who had someone copy her phone number down while she was getting assistance in customer service one time because the guy overheard her telling the the teller her phone number. He took her number down and then texted her like the next day. She had no idea who this man was. And he started like texting her, trying to ask her out on a date and stuff. Very, very creepy stuff. So people are always listening to your information, but you don't know that. So no one's asked him, said, okay, you know what? If it was that much of an issue, he's a high profile guy. Everybody in that bank would have been put on alert. If Mr. Kugler comes in here, immediately direct him to a manager, period. At but that's what I'm saying. Right? Either ask for a manager or you have a business but account and get you one of your uh, or get you one of your assistants him, to do that shit. But you keep telling him to ask for a manager. Why is it that the bank well, cannot take ownership all right, so let me, and say well, let me ask we you this. Did this? What did his way get him? What did his way get him? His way got him money every day of every time he needed to make a withdrawal until the last but, time. But what but what but today what are we talking about? What did his way get him? But how was his way wrong if no one has instructed him that it was not proper? That's what I'm I not saying whether he, I'm not saying whether answer, he was wrong. Answer, no, no, answer that. All question. right. If if he if he was so wrong, why was he successful so many times? And then two, why are you not holding the bank accountable that they should have made a different decision? Period. Because if they've been giving him something all of this time, and then this one day. I'm you're not gonna blame okay. his action. You, you, oh, you're well, taking what I'm it. saying. What's up, Easy? Oh. You're taking it like I'm defending the bank. I'm you not. You are defending the bank because you keep saying he should have asked for a manager. He should have asked for a manager. But that he had a choice to go to a banker. Why would you ask for a manager if you don't know something's going to be a problem? He, because if he wanted to be discreet. But the, okay, the I keyword don't ask for a man. Listen, the teller was more than capable of being discreet. I'm not going to go in the store and ask for discretion and immediately go to a manager because the manager's not even behind the counter. But what does his right? what did his way what did his way get him though? Again. No, that you're not proving the fucking point. What you're doing is you're circling because I'm, I'm not so circling. Friend. You are because you keep saying what did his you, way get him? You sound like Diva, you sound like them people with this mask thing talking about his right or, you know, it's his choice and stuff. But as a, No, but as a banker, like as a customer, just say yes or no. As a customer, do you have a choice in how you choose to bank, whether it's online, in person, or via teller, drive-through, or you can speak with a banker? Do you, do, yes or no, do you have four choices? Obviously, yes. yes you have no. a choice to, okay. you can do it any way you want. Thank, exactly. Thank you. And did he, yes or no, exercise his right to choose to go to a teller? Yes or no? He sure did. And what no, did his choice da, 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 get him? Da, 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 no. But what, he but what did his choice his get him? Choice. No, he exercised his choice to go to a teller, which is his right. So he didn't do anything wrong. The way it was handled was wrong. 
if you go to a teller and they say, you know what, this is not policy, and they recite the policy, that's the teller's position to do that, not to just accuse you of doing something wrong. If you provide the proper, whatever she asked him for, he provided, right? Do robbers provide IDs and, and, and bank cards? No, they do not. I, I, I don't know. No. You know, I'm, my skills of robbing banks aren't really up there. You know, I'm not really, you know, well-versed well, since, in that. No, 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 no. Well, on Grand Theft Auto. That part. So since your bank got robbed the first day, did that person give you a, 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 a license and a bank card when they robbed you? Well, no. The crazy part about it is I showed up after it happened. So I show up on my first day. I got my backpack. But, I got all my, I got all my, my stuff it, from my... You, What's you that? heard about it. You heard about it. Yeah. So how he do it? Yeah. He just wrote a note. Yeah, he wrote a note and slid it to the teller. Oh. You know that's oh, considered oh, wait, armed wait, robbery wait. when you do that. Listen, he wrote a note, but did he add his driver's license and a bank card with it? Now come on now. Listen, no, 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 because you saying that he he basically deserved what he got, but he put an ID in a I didn't bank say card. I didn't say he deserved what like, he got. You was like, oh, no. but what did that get him? That's oh, not what, what I said. What him? I said was if the key is to be discreet and to be, okay. you know, incognito, then walk in and ask for a manager so they can no, take no, you no, in no, the no, back. No, 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 no. Because, see, that's your idea from working in the profession. Did you read the I, article? They said he kept doing this. He kept, so he had the, he had, he kept pointing to what he was writing, like, be discreet, be discreet. You know, we don't know how new this part, we don't know anything about this teller. But if you got, he's up there doing um, this. Um. Okay, and so since you're pointing to something, so you're inferring that that's a threatening gesture somehow. When so, okay, and it depends. Diva, and, it, it circles back. Easy, you can no, second me on this. Our rules no. are different. Our the rules for us are different. You got you have to consider every every point when it comes to that. That the rules that are operated on are different for us. Based on the climate, we're the only ones us? getting killed at traffic stops be, and things be, of that nature. Specific. Okay, so how is he supposed? Okay, first of all, he's a millionaire who has a very diverse circle of people who are also millionaires. So he's not operating on the same day to day level as us, right? Yes or no? Yes, because he's black. Yes. Yes. First of all, if I go into a bank multiple times and I transact the exact same way, I do not expect on the fifth transaction to go to jail. I do not. So once again, it's the policy of the bank letting stuff slide multiple times. If this was such a hardcore policy and this was something that was detrimental to the bank, they wouldn't have allowed him to do it before. Yes or no? They have hardcore policies and they have things that they let slide. They do. It's at their discretion, which is why that's the problem. So now I have to worry about how I think because uh, today is Friday and I don't know what kind of hell of a teller I'm going to get. So I could go to jail today when I did the same shit I did on Monday. No. So okay. $12,000 so, is not a lot of money. You Okay. So I, I, I get where you're coming from, Diva. All right. You, oh, so, oh, wow. Thank you. Wow. I, I, I get where you're coming from. Easy, the way but we've just, been arguing for the last 30 minutes, mm, I'm shocked that he agrees with me. But so, I, I don't feel like, point. I feel like you don't get where I'm coming from. So I want to ask, no. let, let's ask Easy he, because he just came in on this. All right, so bro, <laughs> just to give you context, obviously you kind of picked 
up on that. We're talking about what happened with Ryan Coogler. And I just want to know from your aspect, uh, the Ryan Coogler, the direct. Come on, man. Oh, all right, I'm gonna. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Black Panther director. Okay, I didn't yeah. hear the last name. Go ahead. My bad. Yes. So, I just want to know your feeling on it. You know, Diva has her way of looking at it. I have my way of looking looking at it. So we just want to know, but without giving you any context of what we said, based on only what you heard, how do you feel about the situation? Um. So just to make sure I understand. I'm assuming he went into a bank and that he frequents and they were treating him badly. I'm guessing that that's what happened. So basically, okay, so apparently yeah. what happened is okay, he went into a on. bank. We're going to get, hold on one second, D, before you start explaining. We're going to put the please stand by right here. And when we come back, EZ will be fully educated <laughs> on the situation. Excellent. <laughs> All right, Easy, you've been fully educated on the situation. What we got? Yeah, the bank is completely out of line for this one. Ba- based on what I've heard, the bank is out of line. Like, the man is giving you his account number, he's giving you a license, and he's writing down, like, hey, I'm, I'm trying to be discreet, because why would you say out loud, hey, I'm trying to be discreet? Like, you know, like... <laughs> so... I think that could have been handled better. Like, I think to Diva's point, if you're trying to rob the bank, you're not going to give them, you know, your ID that they can track you on and and find you. I think it just sounds like maybe the teller was new and she just freaked out and didn't really just, like, do checks and balances, like, you know, just to follow procedure. But I don't get how you go from – okay, I got my license, got his account number. He's trying to rob me. Like, I just don't see how you jump to that. And if if it is the case that he's done this before without involving a manager or somebody else, I don't see why on the fifth time he would assume going in there, you know, I've been successful doing this. That's like saying somebody's a great free throw shooter, right? And they've hit all their free throws during the game. And then they get to the line for like the fifth time that night. And they're like, you know what? I've been making all my free throw shots overhand. I'm going to try that shit granny style underhand. Like, why would you do that? (laughs) Like, it don't make sense. So I don't get why he would have this intuition to say, oh, well, I'm going to ask the manager this time. Well, if it's worked before with tellers and you've been doing the same thing that you've done several times, like, you know, and then, like, was there any indication that the cops were called on him for him to even say, like, wait, hold on, like, let me explain myself. Let And now let's get a manager involved. Because it sounded like it just went from no handcuffs, like. Yeah, it, well, he, it was an alert. So um, that part we forgot to say about it, that there was an alert that it was a high-risk transaction when to who doing though? the transaction for him. To who, though? The bank, right? Wait. Say it again. Easy said, was Ryan ever alerted that his his request was going to be a problem? You said the bank was alerted, but he wasn't alerted to where he could pivot and, and well, offer. And, and I mean, 16, else. I know you you worked in a bank and 
based on our conversations, I know some big money people have walked into that establishment and you've done yes. business with them. Yep. If if you know Joe Blow, who plays in the NFL, is coming do his normal transaction, why would it be different the fifth time than the other four times? Like yeah, what only, would only, Yeah, I get what you're saying. And the only explanation for that, and we had mentioned that too, and you brought that up, is that either the person is new and doesn't know any better, or they need something to go on as far as like being properly trained. But in this aspect, just because you assume that things have went one way the whole time, don't always expect it every time, just because you've done it before with other people. You hear people say that all the time. You know, well, yeah, 100%. Well, but correct, with a situation but, like this, it's like it went from zero to 100. Like, exactly. You know what I'm saying? He's doing his normal thing, and then all of a sudden he's in handcuffs. Hell, Correct. I would freak out myself too. Like, hold on, yes. what the fuck did I do? Like, Hello? do I look like somebody that's wanted or has a warrant? Like, you know, shit, black man in cuffs. Hey, we feeling some type of way. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> but, but you the know? fact that this was a simple coachable moment, it did not need to resolve in an already stressed out police unit who doesn't have enough people to respond. That you literally give. Do you know how many people come out with this in the alert out? Yeah. Um, yeah. This was here. It was, unfortunately. Yep. And it doesn't what help. Part, do we know what part of town? America? Um, I don't I don't remember what part of town. I mean, they, they made mention, they made sure to say in the in the article so they wouldn't think that the teller was black. I mean, they had to toss that in there, like hey, it doesn't hey. let me tell you something about being black. It doesn't matter it because it, yeah, managers it don't train you to racially profile other black people all the time. Well, it's not even that. Part. Like, yeah. oh, they'll tell I don't, you. I don't oh, know. Some sometimes, sometimes watch this person. You know, we can we can we can talk about thing. ourselves sometimes, but sometimes we get of in course. positions of power. Yeah, we be acting funny. We we be oh, acting bro. more funny than the I was, other people. I was stand void. I was stand void all, all over somebody. Check like, oh, this ain't. I'm here. You go. Get out of here. However, I think people say it's a black or white thing because, like I was telling 16, I've been with people at different times who've withdrawn more than that, and it was not a problem. So if you're used to going with people who are of different ethnicities and they do certain things, and then all of a sudden, like I told him, for a millionaire, $12,000 is not a lot of money. So yeah, but you banks have you going to jail like, for twelve thousand dollars though? I think, I think if you try to withdraw anything more than like what twenty thousand, they flag it. No, you know there's a, there's a there's 12. a flag. It's ten. It's it's oh it's, okay. It's, I knew it was like 10. somewhere around there. I mean, yeah. yep. just be, but just because they flag something does not mean it's illegal. It's a little piece of paper that they need to fill out. Yeah, it it's, not it's for it's internal. It's internal. You would never know if Correct. you did it. I mean, you know, but you would never know. Like, but that's what I'm you saying. Leave and because, then I, start I mean, we would take phone calls from customers that we would have to do additional documentation for. But did it affect the customer? No. This should, even if it is a that's, flag, because it's over ten thousand dollars, it should not yeah. result in I, enough flag for I, him. To that's be in that's customer. random, though. Like, yeah. right? And that's what's BS about banks. If I had yeah. deposited two million dollars in the bank. And I want to withdraw my seven hundred thousand dollars out of the two million. That's my money. You know, let go ahead and give me my shit. I shouldn't have to sign yeah. papers uh, I was gonna say to the withdraw problem, the, my money. 
and the problem with that easy and it's going in well i know territory. it's all that money it's you know not, if you deposit not, two million at that bank that shit's not there yeah, anymore it's somewhere yeah. else right and it's it's Correct. 9 11 it's 9 11 related because they were being bankrupt it's it's a whole bunch of stuff with homeland security that goes along with that no they use 9-11 to get more transparency into people's finances because you remember there were no weapons of mass destruction found <laughs> all right and the fbi agent just uh entered the zoom call i see him right there hey what's going on fbi agent? <laughs> you are now listening to the radio show all these horrible ass drivers from the following states Florida, New York, Delaware, for some freaking reason, and North Carolina. I really want to pop your tires. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right. Up next is a story that is awkward and I won't say embarrassing for me, but definitely awkward. I'm about to tell a story from a segment where Somebody who has the same name as I do, my government name, got promoted at a job. And what ensued is why I hate corporate America. Take a listen. So I'm going to I'm going to jump on you. I'm going to jump in with this one with a story about how corporate America simply does not care about you. And this is a true story. So I'm about to give some full transparency. OK. All right. So my government name is Raphael. All right. I'm openly saying that. And. The reason why this is significant is and because <laughs> the reason why this is significant is because several years ago, um, Cujo and I shared a uh, a job at this orange hell that we used to work at. And a situation that happened where another person at the job named Raphael, who spelled his name completely different than me, got promoted, which was good for him except everybody in the department was coming to congratulate me for being promoted, except me and this person spelled our name completely different. And his last name was like a foreign name. And everybody's like, Hey man, heard you got that uh, promotion to, uh, you know, I forget what department it was. And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure we've been working here together for like eight years. That is not my name. And I haven't been promoted cause I'm still sitting here. Oh, I'm so sorry. This happened to me no less than nine times when this dude got promoted. Oh, we're sorry that you leave the department. I'm not going any fucking where. I ain't get promoted. Where the hell you think I'm going? I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna suffer until I leave. That's how this works here. So that was just my way of saying that people didn't even take enough time to pay attention to the spelling of the name. They just saw it was like, hey, you must have been the one that got promoted. No, no, I wasn't. You know how you know how crazy it was where every day it's like, hey, congratulations on your point. It wasn't me, it's the other. Raphael, who got the whatever. Thanks. I appreciate it. You know, cool. I'm on the bigger and better. So that is my way of saying that not only do the corporations not care about you, but the people that you do not, that you work, <laughs> don't even take the time to care about you where they're like, yo, the name says the same. So it must be you. It wasn't me. It wasn't me at all. And now that's been sticking with me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> how, how does that gift go? Who would have thought? Look at us. Who would have thought? <laughs> I wouldn't. Have. Look at us. Look at us now. Look at yeah. us now. 
you know, we could still be there, but we're not. But I'm just saying that always stuck with me. I'm like, yo, I've been working with y'all since the doors open here. You don't know the difference between this guy's name and my name. They don't even spell the same way. What are we doing? What are we doing? We couldn't be any further from each other from what we look like or anything. But that's how it is. So, yeah, that's been, that one was sticking with me for a second. I just had to get that out there. That That's how they did me. Nine or ten people, no less. Email coming by my desk. We're sorry to see you go. I'm like, where the fuck am I? Where am I going? <laughs> I just took it and you, you just you, stayed you, there. Your heart probably is dropping because you're like, oh shit, did I get fired? Like, am I? Like, no, I would have been like, I am. They should have called me. I would have never came here today in the first place. <laughs> or, or like, you know, like, am I getting forelode or whatever? Like, you know, like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. We're sorry to see you leave. Like, what the what the hell? Like, do I need to log into something? Like, what about what I do? Like, so yes, that was a very awkward situation. So. The lesson with this one is that when somebody gets promoted at your job and they might have the same name, make sure that the person that you're congratulating actually got promoted. Just saying. You are now listening to the radio show. Up next, we're going to be having a conversation with our friends, the ladies from the break room and also the fellas from on the go. In this clip, we're going to be talking about Brittany Griner and her release from Russia and what that means politically for black people, just in general. We cross many different ways of you know having a conversation about this. Check it out. One of the funniest things that my brother and I do is that we take serious life situations and turn them into sports references. Like if we get job interviews, we treat them like it's breaking news, like Sports Center or anything. We'll make it into like a trade. So... <laughs> When I texted him and I told him, hey, man, Brittany Griner is getting she's being been released. And the first thing my brother says is, so as far as the trade, who won the trade? Like, do we get any consideration? How do we do? And my answer to him was, if we traded a basketball player for somebody named the Merchant of Death, we lost that motherfucker. Bad. Yeah, we got so, a deal. Apparently. Didn't even yes. get a big cash consideration. So, I mean, we got Brittany on us. So that's cool. Hey, for, for, the, for Ralph and the women who's new to, at least to me, this is a little inside term that I kind of have with Ezra. This is what is called a penitentiary deal. <laughs> That's basically what happened. That's what happened with this situation, literally. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Think about it. Like, really trying to break it down. The U.S. had no leverage, right? Like, Russia ain't been calling us up being like, hey, yo, when you going to release, you know, the merchant of death? Like, they they were just going to let him be in a cell here in the States. So we had no leverage. It was kind of like, hey, want Britney back, so. <clears throat> Man, Russia pimped the shit out of us, dog. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. though, I feel like we have, the U.S. has something, like, in our pocket. Like, we can't have gone out that bad. There's no way. <laughs> I mean, we I'm glad Britney's home. Like, free Britney, sure. Britney's free, right? But it can't. That, that can't be it. That cannot be the end. I think it is. I think they didn't see it coming. But Russia was pretty smart. They took a black gay celebrity. He's they're hitting all the levels. So that I think they did it on purpose. And they, if I was gonna kidnap, I mean, I would have, I would have gone with them. Not that I'm kidnapping or anything, but I'm just saying, if I was. That's where I'd go. Sounds I mean, like you're kidnapping her yeah. in your head. In the future, <laughs> if you get bored in retirement, you want to start kidnapping. That's who you're going to target. That that's what we're. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Cool. Thank you. 
Oh, it, it just says the FBI has entered the, the call. Can we get them out? Oh, it won't be the first. It won't be the. It won't be the first time. And I started to look at it, and I was I was also telling Easy this when we were talking about. It, I was like, man, you wait and see. The far right in the comments, they're gonna be like, I gotta do my redneck accent. They'll be like, look here, boy, Trump was in office. We we would have we would have got everything. That wouldn't have been no birds of death, and we sure wouldn't have done it for no for none of that woke culture, boy. We wouldn't have done that. That's what would have happened. You go check the comments. That's all people saying. She don't love the country. You know, she, you know, I don't know why we brought her home. Why didn't we get the Marine? So I got me to thinking about that for a second. The question was asked, did we get enough for giving up a guy? Again, his nickname is the Merchant of Death. And essentially, we got a basketball player back. So did Biden do the right thing? That's the question. Did he do the right thing? He did. He did. So I think that his sentence, the merchant of death, I think his sentence was 25 years and he had already spent 18 years. So his time was going to be up anyway. That's a good point, Rox. Uh, yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pass yourself on the back, sis. You have oh, to accept sorry. accolades from others. Sorry, mm -hmm. can we try that again? No. <laughs> Next time. No, that's staying. For real. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, man, what's up, man? It looked like you had something on your mind too about this, man. <clears throat> nah, man, I just, uh, I'm doing good. How y'all doing? Hi. I'm on, you know, as usual, CPT time, but it's all good. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, man, I, to be honest with you, we, I don't think we got enough. Um, like you say, you know, I, I don't want to beat the dead horse, but just a merchant of debt, man. I mean, you think about it, we gave up. You, you, well, just leading up into that, the whole year, everybody was talking about how, um, you know, women's professional basketball players they don't get paid enough they don't get paid a lot of money and it was a big deal for her because she was working out there because she was making four maybe five or six times what she was making in the u.s they make a shit know? there so it's like at the end of the day man i mean i know we're not supposed to negotiate with terrorists but i don't want to call russia terrorists but i mean i mean but, talking about here yeah. but you know <laughs> <laughs> but i mean at the end of the day but goddamn did i tell you we got taken to the woodshed <laughs> I, I just leave it at that. Hey, the Tetris style, man. Yeah, for real. The Tetris style. Before you got in here, Jim, we was uh, talking about what, how we were making, not making, making fun of the trade. We we happy Brittany home, but we were making fun of it in our fantasy chat, talking about you know some people was like, "Hey, nice deal, Joe. Nice deal. You know, nice trade." <laughs> that that's bro. that's like, real, bro. That's a, that trade is terrible, man. Hey, they should have let me negotiate that trade, bro. We'd how would you have paid, done it? We got well compensated for that trade. <laughs> Who? How? What would be your bargaining bargaining chips, Jimmy? Oh, I, I mean, I'm gonna keep it real. She wasn't coming back home, bro. It wouldn't <laughs> have been no goddamn trade. <laughs> I would just keep it real. It wouldn't have Jimmy? been no trade, bro. That's real though. That's real. <laughs> I ain't gonna hey, lie. Hey, real talk, cause she was okay. Let's let's cut the bullshit. Thank it's not you. like they planted something on her. She got caught with something that was illegal in that country. Let's she just keep it, on it 100. Herself. It was a mistake. You ain't even supposed to have it over there to start with. She Don't have doctor. it. She had a doctor's note. I was just going to say that. In her defense, she did have a doctor's note. Who wrote it? Yeah. Dr. E? Yes. Yes. Dr. <laughs> Miami wrote that one. CPR, <laughs> C CPR certified. CPR certified. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Y'all better put some respect on my girl name, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, your family is nothing. Juicy K. Rock. <laughs> but is it legal out there? Like, no, is no, 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 yeah. 
And you know they 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 change the laws every day. So you know, depending on when you Bro, end up. That's she essentially did like what she did was equivalent to going to Hong Kong and chewing gum. The whole world know that, that shit is illegal, but you want to pack some five to look cool. Like, come on, bro. Come on, man. Can you, can you imagine that her present the doctor's note and they look in their rush like Dimitri? Do you see this American woman? She presents oh doctor's note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't accept this. We can't accept this bullshit. What is this? <laughs> Why the fuck is this? Is amazing. It's amazingly awful. Hey, right? Hey, I ain't gonna lie. That was a nice, that was good, Ralph. Hey, my boy, yeah, that was pretty good, bro. That was pretty good. I'm just. I can't, help but, I can't help but wonder if you guys would have the same energy if it were LeBron over there. It, mm, I definitely hey. would not have the same energy. I mean, look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's let's be real. Jimmy let's put it. I'm king of the bronze sexuals. Bronze sexuals. Come hey. on. No, no, ain't no sergeant. He is the CEO and executive vice president. He is King I Hamilton. respect it. I respect it. <laughs> now, I, I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna keep it real, bro. You all right? So LeBron James has an I promise school, right? Not like unlike yeah. Kanye's school. Right. <laughs> it's an actual school. It's they, an uh, actual school with real kids. Cult. Real that was a cult. Right. So it's like I, I kind of I think about like let's say if LeBron James is in that situation, which it isn't fair to put him in that scenario, but it's to the point where his reach extends far beyond basketball. And he's kind of like a political figure when he travels internationally. Like, let's just be honest. So if, if let's say LeBron James was snatched up by Russia, I, I honestly think he probably would have been home before the bread got warm or got cold. Cause you know, Ain't no way in hell they're going to leave LeBron James. He's too connected, man. He's too connected. And he's a man. Let's not forget that. A man? Hey. I mean, yes, sir. They can't, they, can't, they can't kidnap Serena Williams or Beyonce. They and cannot. And they're not doing anything. It's all about profile. Oh, the sure. niggas she gone and Beyonce gone. It's about profile. Niggas is gone. Me niggas too. is gone if Beyonce get taken, boy. If, if That's what I'm saying. If, we can't if, say it's because he's a man. <laughs> I ain't even in the beehive like that, but I know Joe Biden is gonna go to Congress and declare war. They gonna have somebody. I know one person on this call right now that's in a, 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 a the president of the beehive. She'll be there, guns are blazing. I ain't calling no names. <laughs> Juicy K. Period. <laughs> biggest biggest Beyonce fan on the planet. Absolutely. Hey, bro, if they kidnap Sizzle, I'm over there too. I ain't gonna lie. I'm over there. I ain't gonna lie. I'm over there. We got a free Sizzle. <laughs> Okay, so hey, you was on the right track until you brought us this man. This hey, bro, come on now. It's kind of. Will we like, fight if it was Kanye over there? I wouldn't. Nah, that nigga. Nah, nah, fuck that nah, New York nah. State. He's not. <laughs> he doesn't belong to us. So <laughs> I don't know. Him. Nah. Hey, if this was three years ago, I would have hard down argued and said, "Nah, not right." Hey, Kanye is the type of person you walk up to the party. And you see him, and you gotta ask the host and be like, "Hey, that's your boy right there." Exactly. And this your man. That nigga with you. Man than him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, who let so, this nigga in? <laughs> hey, I need to at the party. You walk up and you like, "Hey, what's up? Got a drink? He got a drink?" And he just like be like, "Hey, man, so you really know what happened on 911? You like, "Whoa, hold on." <laughs> right. <laughs> Cause I ain't even get to sip this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Enter FBI. And CIA tackling you. That's it. Man, you didn't kill my my little buzz already, bro. I ain't even get to sip my little drink. I ain't get to party or nothing. He want to come with his conspiracy theories already. And then he my boy, up his, 
he put the YouTube pages that he got saved and start going through. Hey, you know what's even more insulting about that? He didn't even ask me how I was doing or how my thing was going to no. Hey, Putin might send his ass back, to be honest with he you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, cuz. No. He got to go, oh. man. So, I guess to kind of, I guess, wrap this part up so that we don't spend too much time on, on, on it, because I know we want to get to other things. Is this trade going to end up, if Biden <laughs> decides to run for re-election, and we already know Trump is trying to God help us all. Who gives that leverage to? Because I feel like it gives leverage to the far right, unfortunately. Of course it does. Yeah. Of course. I think it goes both ways. I think depending on who you're trying to get to, it'll help you, the people that didn't like the move. And then there's going to be a lot of people that are happy to see Britney home. And you can just kind of like, let's just keep it real, right? Like Joe Biden's going to need black folks to vote for him. Hey, y'all look. I got Brittany Griner out of there. Y'all didn't have to, you know, <laughs> question or do anything to do it. I mean, do it. Like, hey. Yeah, don't don't worry, Let's don't worry about the don't worry about the extra billion I gave the IRS to <laughs> dig into the middle class. But I took I got Brittany Griner out. Come on, guys. But where, <laughs> where Trump died, he'll be like, Yeah, we say Brittany Griner, but she's not a patriot. She's not a, a no. Yes, you gotta you gotta do since we're doing impersonations easy. Come on with it. How would he say it? How would he do it? Britney Griner <laughs> is not a patriot. Okay, I know patriot. I'm a patriot. You're a patriot. We're patriots. Okay, we need Whoa. patriots. Hey, there's patriots on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good people on both sides. Oh no, say, bro. no, just, I'm not. I'm not a Trump real. supporter. But my investment accounts is a Trump supporter. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, next up, we're going to be discussing some, well, this is a theme for the next couple of segments that are coming up on this best of. That's good old-fashioned family racism. And in this one, our racism is from a candidate that was going to be running for governor in Georgia. And she was running on a platform called you know what? I'm not even going to tell you. Why don't you listen to this segment and you'll find out the three things that she was running her campaign on. And it won't shock you that she did not even get the nomination. And I got sound. I have sound of some good old fashioned family racism. Because why not? Now, I'm not trying to stir up anything. Well, maybe maybe I am. Maybe just a little bit. But, um, all right. So something that came to my attention, and I had I had put it in the the chat that we have about that, and I'm talking about uh, one of the candidates for governor in the state that we reside in, Georgia. So you guys are familiar with Candace Taylor, right? Yes. Who? Okay. Now I'm just kidding. That's our one time that she seems irrelevant, sort of, kind of. Okay. Well, um, who who's that? Um, Candace Taylor is is her name, and the reason why I brought her up is because her campaign is amazing, and not the amazing in that manner. I mean, amazing. 
So I got some sound here that we can listen and react to. So this first clip, this is this is her announcing that she's running for governor. And I want you to just listen to what platform she's running on with this. Uh, take, take a listen. The people who we've elected that have failed us, they cannot stay. So I'm announcing early. For the past three months, I've had people calling and texting and messaging me and asking me, please run, please run, because I know I'm not going to be bought off. They know that I'm not going to sell out because I'm going to represent Jesus guns and babies and I'm going to represent our families and I'm going to help protect our economy. But we're going to put Christ, she's running on Jesus guns and baby. I told you she was amazing, but that's not all. So then, which makes this even funnier. I may not get through this whole thing with this one, but this is her ad, one of her ads. And yes, it, if you can picture it in your mind, it's exactly what it sounds like. Take a listen. The governor's race in Georgia has four establishment politicians. And then. There's Candace Taylor. And I'm one of you. And God made me a fighter. You sold us out to China. You hijacked our election. And then there's you. You didn't fight for your own seat that you won. What were you doing? Playing golf or trading stocks? Oh, and the Democrat plant. Who has been accused of sexual assault over and over? I'm done with the good old boys. And it's going to get personal. Stacy, it's you and me. Let's let the people choose in a fight that's not rigged. Candace Taylor, the one we've been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's like explosions Wait, at how- the end. Wait, I was about to say, why her, exactly whoever been, she hired. Why have we been waiting for her? Uh, <laughs> God. <laughs> Who asked for her? Like, we didn't even ask for <laughs> Wait, wait. First of all, I've never even heard of her name in my life, so. No, but. Who okay. is the Democrat? Who is the Democrat that can't, that has, that's a sexual demon? Like, I, who is. I, I don't know. We'd have to Google and find that out. And then the last one, this is the icing on the cake, and this is the last clip here. Now, this is truly amazing. Her husband, who I guess is some type of artist, has penned a song in honor of her campaign. And the name of the title, I guarantee you, won't shock you. Take a listen to a clip of Constitutional Carry. I feel like it's gonna be like dirty in the dark door, shotgun behind this wall. Constitutional carry, that's what I'm waiting for. Candace Taylor, the next Georgia governor. If you care anything about your gun rights, go tell everybody you know to vote for Candace Taylor. She's the one we've been waiting for. This is all I hear when I hear that. Get out of my chair, boy! <laughs> no, that sounds like the Tiger King song. You can't make this up. <laughs> this is amazing. And not in a good way. 
Does so, he work? Does he have a real? Does he make income? I uh, I hope it ain't with singing. My God, I'm gonna look it up. So th- there well. we have the sound of what one of the choices that we're gonna have coming up real soon at the end of the year for the person who is going to lead this state for the next four years. God help us all. All right. <laughs> I, I would love to know you guys' thoughts about this because, you know, you, if you ride around, you'll eventually see one of her big, um, like, buses, and it says God, Jesus, and babies or whatever on there. Um, I mean, this has got to be pandering, right? This is this can't this is a parody so this has got to be pandering to the base right i mean that's the base code i don't even think she's pandering she's just going straight to what they always that's always the republican agenda like every single time like they haven't that it is what it is guns babies and what else and jesus because those three things go together oh Oh, yeah. <laughs> First of all, can we just talk about how I'm from Georgia, and I, I, I've, I've gone to school in Valdosta, and I have never heard of Baxley, Georgia, in my life. Um, Yeah, where the hell is Baxley, Georgia? I was looking it up. I was like, is that close to Blakely? <laughs> Girl, this sounds like we, you know, we have like certain things, like we say from the backwaters or the backwoods. It's got to be where, what's the population? 500? It's, Never it's, Appling of... it's in Appling County. Hell, where is that? Even more disturbing. Wait, okay. That's hmm. southeast, I believe. All right, south. It's down past Hazelhurst. Just past parts on Oh, Jesus. They population ain't even 5,000 people, y'all. Oh, dear God. Yeah, it's a little (laughs) north of Waycross. So, yeah, it's that way. It's Mm. southeast Georgia. Easy, I want to ask you a question real quick, if I might. (laughs) I'm here. Okay. (laughs) Because you, I mean... Okay, so is this why there are some people who are on the right who target us who say that we favor the left? Because I want to make it be known that if this was coming from somebody who was Democratic or Independent, I'd be right here questioning what the hell the motives are. So it has nothing to do with party. This is ridiculous. So are they right to say that we intentionally target this side? I mean, who else out there is running on agenda of Jesus, guns, and babies, man. Ooh, <laughs> you tell me. Well, I, I don't. I, I mean, I know some people say we, we favor the left. I just, I just think we have a problem with the hard right, <laughs> and, and this is about as far right on the on the scale as you can get. But you know, let's let's clear up some things here. And you know, I'm not trying to sit here and say that I'm voting for Kemp or anything like that, but, you know, the ad that you played with the husband playing his electric guitar or whatever, um, you know, he he was talking about, you know, if you want to keep your guns, you need to vote for my wife. Brian Kemp literally just signed an open carry law like a month ago. Yeah. Where anybody that's 
anybody that's got a gun can have it. Don't need a permit, don't need nothing. It's just got to be, you know, concealed. So, you know, I don't know what that's all about. Um, and honestly, I don't know who she's pandering to, right? Because if you're a Trump supporter, you know, you're probably voting for David Perdue, right? Because that's who Donald Trump basically handpicked to run against Kemp to try to get him out of office. And then any of the other, you know, conservatives or I guess you want to say true conservatives, right, or any kind of people that might lean right or or consider independent, they're probably voting for Kemp in this primary. So for somebody like Candace Taylor, she's just really just trying to shoot from the hip and, you know, I don't know if her job is to try to take votes away from one of the candidates, but somebody like her who's a very, very, very big underdog, you're just trying to do whatever you can to try to scrap some votes, and I think that's what all of this is about. Because unlike Biggie Smalls, she did not win the geography lottery. <laughs> so I don't know where she's going to pull her out of votes from. I mean, I think, I think, um, I think she's running on a simple platform that's going to cater to a lot of people who are fed up with the people who are already in office, so to speak. So they just want their first face to probably interrupt and get some of the votes. But also, you know, these people a lot of times run knowing they're not going to win, but the real big payoff for a lot of these people are the campaign donations because what happens to the money that's left over and I don't know, maybe you guys can tell me, like, nobody comes and takes that money away from them because once the money's donated, it's gone, right? It's theirs. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, but how, you know, I mean, I'm, yeah, I mean, money's money, right? You know, you, you'll take 50K if that's what's left over. Um, but mm-hmm. I don't really know, you know, based on my my previous point, like, I don't know who's throwing big money at her campaign, you know, this ad screams self-funded type shit. <laughs> no, she can she get some donations somewhere. Uh, some, somebody just uh, texts in. Man, if you I wanna... think she didn't get no donations. She didn't get no donations. No. If her, if her husband is making the campaign soundtrack, okay? And it's, and it's All funny you got to do is walk to the kitchen to get your husband okay. to, to make a song. Somebody so just texted in. I don't know where the donations come from. At uh, six six seven eight eight hundred one six seven seven, that they want me to play constitutional carry again, I will do no such thing. J- just because you asked for it, I will n- I will not. But thank you for reaching out. But j- again, six seven eight eight hundred one six seven seven, if you want to get something off your chest via text. But no, I will not play that shit again. Sorry. Well, who who watched Scandal? Y'all watch Scandal? A lot of that stuff is real. Like I, I, I feel I, like I for a fact that they just. I think they just threw well, we review somebody the in there. The no thanks. I'm no, good. I don't really think she's supposed to be serious. I think she's supposed to be a distraction. Well, it that, that's that's what what why her campaign is her so horrible. Job, her let me tell you right now. Steal votes from somebody. I just don't know. Let me, let me tell you right now. She's trying to steal them more from Purdue than. Chip, Chip, Chip in Rockdale County is like, you know what? You know what? I tell you what, 
she sounds like somebody I could get behind. I like what she's saying. I like guns. I like Jesus. I like babies. I'm going to vote for her. And that's what she's looking for. Right. And my whole thing is, where's the, what's going on with the Jesus? Because, I mean, we got the guns. Who's going to take the guns? And, I mean, we are in the middle of this continuous well, debate Jesus, on abortion. Jesus has got to be abortion related. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. I, I mean, I guess. I thought the baby know, was the abortion. Uh, it's it's the all bad. Oh, the abortion yeah. part. It's it's all bad. Um, I think <laughs> you know this topic must have t- must have got got to him again because uh, <laughs> Zeno circle back around. Let's uh see what he got. Hang on. All right. So, hey you know, obvi- yeah. So, obviously, you know, something got to you this time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Politics is my wheelhouse. Uh, I wanted to jump in. Um, hey everyone. So going to, I was going to touch on one thing, but then something about campaign finance came up. So I wanted to really touch on that for a bit. So you actually have to, this paperwork you have to file, um, showing what each dollar is being spent on. Now those rules are a little lax, so you can like spend on your freaking mortgage and then kind of write it up as part of the expense of running the campaign. As in, like you use the point, she does have a bus. She does what? She has a bus. She bought a bus. Yeah, she has a bus. A, a mutt? A bus. A bus. She has a, a bus. Yes. Like a campaign bus. Oh, a bus. Oh, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that can be paid for with the campaign funds. Um, there are ways to do it where it doesn't raise red flags, but she can't just. Like take the money and put it in a bank account, and that'll be the end of that. Um, you know, if anyone enforces campaign finance rules, should be in real trouble for that. Um, the the reason why I wanted to call actually was there was a question raised of why is she doing this? Is she trying to be spoiler for someone else? Um, I think we're giving her way too much credit. <laughs> I've heard about this uh, baby's guns and um, Jesus lady before. Uh, she's she's a joke candidate, and the, the, if anything, she would probably peel off votes from Purdue because she would probably Correct. be appealing to the ultra MAGA crowd. Um, right. But I think the idea behind candidacies like this is not so much to win the current race, but to expand name recognition. And maybe later on, she wants to try and run for something else, like state senate or uh, I don't know, something smaller, but. Once she does, and her name's on the ballot, they're going, oh, Candace Taylor, she's that lady that did this other thing. Or she might get TV spots like uh, Sarah Palin has been living off of her 2008 VP run since 2008. So that's all this is. She's not a serious candidate. And if you ask her about certain policy positions, there there aren't any because um, she's a symptom of the current Republican Party, which is that, you don't even bother to put forth a platform. It's just, hey, you're afraid of this? Let's tap into that. Yeah, so those are my thoughts on Candace Taylor. I think, yes, I think that Zeno break, brings up a great point, um, you know, and, and, and one that, it, you know, we all completely didn't mention. Maybe this is a, a, a stair step to get to, you know, to be a panelist on Fox News or to run for state senate or, um, something like that, which I mean, very well could be the goal, you know. I mean, 
to this point, her campaign's been successful, right? Because she's getting ads on TV, and if I'm not mistaken, she's was invited on the debate stage. So she's getting the you know attention she needs to try to benefit off of this and go you know do something else. And I also agree with your point that she is probably taking votes away from David Perdue more than she is him. Now let me ask you this, Dino. And this might be a hot take, it might not be. But I think this entire race is Kemp's to lose. I think if I'm Governor Kemp Are you talking primary in general? Or just a primary? No, I'm I'm talking in general. I'm talking in general. I, I think I think the, you know, the polls show he's like ten points up on David Purdue. I wouldn't be worried about him if I was Kemp. I mm-hmm. I think it's his race to lose. Just being candid with you. Um, yeah. Because the Republican Party does a very good job of turning out for the midterms, whereas everybody else seems to show up every four years. Interested to know yeah. your thoughts, or if you think no, uh, I I'm, I can plan the race. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. It's definitely his to lose, not just the power of the incumbency, but the fact that um, Republicans have shown, even just two days ago with the uh, race in North Carolina, that Trump's um, hold on the party is, I wouldn't say it's fleeting, but it's not all encompassing like, like it used to be, right? Because who would have thought that you know Trump would endorse Madison Cawthorn? And he would still lose his primary. Yeah, Madison had a bunch of things going on, but a Trump-endorsed incumbent congressman losing a primary, that's a big deal. Um, And I think what that proves is that as much as the Republicans love Trump, they still, still, you know, victory first. And they believe that they can win with Kemp more so than with Purdue. I, I actually have a different take on that. I think Purdue would shore up the Republican votes, whereas Kemp might have some Trump supporters be like, well, I'm not going to go out in November because Kemp didn't back Trump, so I'm not going to back Kemp, which that's like that's something we could talk about for another 30 minutes about the whole 2020 election Hi. fraud BS. Um, but if Purdue were to win, the Trump supporters would vote for him, and the other Republicans would hold their nose and vote for him because Republicans fall in line, just straight up. Um, and oh, and before I um, go back and meet, I wanted to touch on I think it was sixteen that said something, where um, uh, there's this suggestion that you know black folks always go for the left or you know always vote Democrat. Um, well, right now, yes, and. And I'm not saying every black person, of course, but um, as a voting block, yes, because we haven't been given an alternative. And it's not like black people are like, oh, the Democrats are perfect. The Democrats do everything that we want that's on our bucket list. It's just that the alternative is the party that's talking about um, replacement theory and that immigrants are coming in to, to replace Legacy whites, or no, sorry, legacy Americans. Yeah. You know, if that's your other option, yeah, you're gonna vote for Democrat because, yeah, the Democrats might not be perfect, but they're not, you know, bat s crazy. So, um, 
that was my take on the why we vote for left and to the right. Hey, Zeno, appreciate the perspective. I know that politics is your wheelhouse, so appreciate you chiming in yep. on that, bro. Always happy to do so. Yes, sir. All right. It, you know, it's funny that the stuff that we used to joke about people parroting when it comes to politics, they're really out here doing it and getting votes. And what's crazy is that if somebody that was on the other side that was doing that, man, they would get attacked big time. And I just I just wanted to put that out there because when you when you hear stuff like that, and what's the, what's the name of the city that she's from again, Tiki? What is it? What 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 is the city again? Baxley. I've I was today years old, literally today years old, when I found out that there was a city in Georgia called Baxley. I would love to know what county that's in. Can we find Appling. out what county that's in? What's the name of the county? It is. It's Appling County. Appling County. Can't you just hear the, the, the? Can't you just hear the tobacco being chewed in that county in Appling County? Can you not? I, I don't. I don't know. Sixteen Paulding County says, "Hold my beard." Oh my God! I can just hear. I can just hear the the chewing of the tobacco. I can. I can hear the hard er in my ear right now. I can hear it. Oh, right, the hard er. The hard er. Yes, right in my ear right now. Yeah, it's some hard ERs going on around now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Let's get back into some, some fun. This can I I just wanted to play that. You know I love playing sound for you guys and getting your your reaction. Um this one uh could get easy air horn on this one. Alright. Talking about the good old fashioned family racism. All right, we're going to continue the theme of good old-fashioned family racism, and we're going to dive into a subject where there are a lot of people who talk about athletes saying that athletes should just play sports and not involve themselves in political, you know, walks of life issues and things like that. But it's kind of a double standard because there are pastors out there who are telling their congregation who to vote for. And some of these people in this clip you're going to listen to should not be leading anybody anywhere. Um, so... I wanted to bring up something um, by saying that we're going to begin the show with uh, hypocrisy because there's a lot of it that's going on right now. And usually when I'm doing stuff like this, I'm going somewhere with it. But for whatever reason, this has been on my mind recently where um, a lot of people, for whatever reason, share the sentiment where um, I forget who it was that told LeBron to shut up and, and dribble. Um, easy. Do you remember off the top of your head? Uh, who that was that told LeBron that he needs to just shut up and dribble when he was speaking on, um, you know, events and things that are going on in the world, you know, relating to the black community. Was it Laura Ingram? That said I'm that? not sure. Some, some KKK member on Fox news. I'm not sure. Okay. With All right. Here, so, you know, the usual. I got you. So the reason that I brought that up is because a lot of people say, well, I don't want my, I don't want sports with my, you know, politics and sports. You know, they should just play the games and leave that out of it. I bring that up. I have some uh, audio for you guys to check out. It's from a while ago, but again, like, you know you know how I get down. I'm going somewhere with this. So if people are so quick to say athletes, and usually it's, the, it's white people telling black people that all they want to do is just have them play the sport, but why is it that they have pastors who are involved in politics who are telling their congregation 
who they need to vote for because Easy and I both grew up Catholic, and when we go to church, the priest didn't say anything about who you needed to vote for or why you need to vote for them or any of that stuff. So I got a little bit of uh, stuff uh, to listen for you guys to listen to here. So this first clip, this is a gem. So this is a conservative pastor named Robert Henderson. I want you to take a listen to this guy reacting to the news when Trump lost the election last year. Take a listen. We petition the courts and we ask, Lord, that as it is written in the books of heaven, as it has been ordained in the councils of heaven, that President Donald J. Trump shall be reset and shall be reseated as the president of the United States of America. You, Lord, will arise and you will cause my president, my president, Donald J. Trump, to be reset and to be reseated, Jesus. <laughs> would you grant that it would be done, Lord? <laughs> so, again, that's conservative pastor Robert Henderson letting the racism just flow right through and right on the pulpit, right? The man, again, but of course, again, they don't want politics in sports, but it's okay for your pastor to tell you who to vote for. But wait, there's more. All right, so this next, this is this next one. This is Paula White. She's actually a, she's also a conservative pastor. She's also was an advisor to Trump. Listen to this. Gibbery. Go for it. I was just gonna say before before you played it, maybe yeah. I'm wrong and maybe the teachings of Catholicism teaches something that uh Christianity doesn't. But is the USA um is America actually even mentioned in the Bible? Mm-hmm. I know they, they talk don't... about a lot of lands, but are we, is the USA even, like, did anybody even really give a damn about the USA or Donald Trump in the Bible? Well, I mean, considering that was written and that wasn't there, uh, no. Okay, all right. So, go ahead. No, go there, ahead. there's just, no what... mention of it to Diva's point. Uh, no, Tiki's point. there's none. No, there's none. Okay, I just, I all right. just okay, go ahead, go ahead and play. All right, all good. So again, this is Paula White, conservative pastor. This one of my favorite clips of all time. 
strike and 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 strike until you have victory for every enemy that is aligned against you let there be that we would strike the ground for you will give us victory God I hear a sound of abundance of rain I hear a sound of victory I hear a sound of shouting and singing I hear a sound of victory I hear a sound of an abundance of rain I hear a sound of victory I hear a sound of an abundance of rain I hear a sound of victory the Lord says it is done the Lord says it is done the Lord says it is done for I hear victory 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 in the quarters of heaven in the quarters of heaven victory 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 for angels are being released right now angels are being dispatched right now for angels have even descended dispatched from Africa right now. Africa right now. Africa right now. From Africa right now. They're coming here. They're coming here. In the name of Jesus from South America. They're coming here. They're coming here. They're coming here. They're coming here. From Africa. From South America. Angelic forces. Angelic reinforcement. Angelic reinforcement. Okay. That's enough for her. Okay. So she's calling from the angels from South Africa. And Asia to the to the baby Jesus to put Trump back in office again, but we want to keep politics out of sports, okay? We want to keep them out of sports. So one one last thing before I get you guys' opinion on this this insanity this this last one, and I might have saved the best one for last. All right, this is another conservative pastor, Kenneth Copeland. All right, I'm sure you've seen this. Uh, crazed guy on TV uh, a few times. Um, Yeah, he's insane. He'll let you know why. Media said what? (laughs) The media said Joe Biden's president. One other thing, too, the video to that, they pan right to the one black guy in the congregation when he says that, and he just looks like he's just, you know, straight out of get out. He's just in the sunken place. But anyway, so I played those three clips, and again, in my twisted mind, I'm always going somewhere with this. So how is it fair that when we as black people speak up and say something in the world of sports that nobody wants politics in sports? But yet these people who are supposed to be ordained and for everybody are legitimately like, you heard the one guy, he's up here, this son of a gun, is he's crying because his leader is not been reelected. They're telling people who to vote for. So it's okay for that to happen, but make sure when you in sports, make sure you hit a home run, make sure you throw a touchdown pass, but don't bring politics into it. But these clowns can do that. So... I mean, I'm going to open the floor for comments on whoever wants to jump in on this hypocrisy that continues to happen. Because this right here, what we just heard, is completely ridiculous. It was it, it was a crime for me. And what I find very, very hilarious and interesting is that when white people want healing and they want blessings and they want prayers, it always comes to the minority people, whether it's going to be 
black people or you know, that are American or Africans or, you know, indige- indigenous people. But I wonder why she didn't call the Asians for Britain. That's what I want to know. Where, where are the Asians in Britain or or the U.K.? Where are they? Why she didn't call on them to come help them? Because I'm just saying, you know, and nothing's fair. They do what they want to do. It's only fair when it benefits them. You know, it is what it is, but. It's politics and everything. They just only want to say it when it doesn't benefit them. That's all I got. Tiki, I know you got something brewing over there. Yeah, I do. So I think it's pretty simple. It boils down to essentially pro sports is just like modern day slavery in like Greek and Roman times in terms of like gladiators. So, essentially, they don't want the athletes to say anything because they are paying them to just play. Nobody, They're not paying them to talk. They're not paying them to think. They are paying them to either catch a ball or throw a ball, and that is it. They do not want these niggas' opinions on shit. They just want them to do what the hell they are told to do. And that's pretty much it. That's true. And you're like, if it doesn't, if, if it doesn't, yeah, if it doesn't fit the agenda of what they deem, because it goes deeper than that. Because uh, easy to tell you, because him and I have had conversations about that. Because if you're uncomfortable with treating or teaching criminal, not criminal, well, yeah, it was criminal, but critical race theory in school, because you're embarrassed about what happens, or you just want to let's just move on, let's just let's just move on. But as man, what are what are what are we doing? What like what are these preachers doing, man? Like the moment that you step into a church and you go in there for worship and your pastor tells you who to vote for, that needs to be the last time you go to that church. Your pastor doesn't need to be telling you who you need to vote for and why you need to vote for them. Okay? You can't you saying. can't say that because it actually goes both ways. I mean, think about it. James Clyburn lobbied black churches all over South Carolina to get Joe Biden um, elected. So, I mean, it it happens in black churches, too. It doesn't just happen in white churches. So if you say once your pastor tells you who to vote for, you need to stop going, then you're going to have people from all sides not having any place to go. Yeah. I I agree with what Tiki said. You know, she's right. You know, black churches do it too. I think. Oh, you know, I, I think the reason why people lean on their pastors or their priests or whoever is because if you think about it, religion and politics are kind of intertwined. Like, I mean, we got pastors and mm-hmm. deacons that are local mayors or council members or senators. So. It's kind of all intertwined, and to be honest with you, most of us, I would think, we know our pastor's views on, you know, politics and things like that. So if you agree with him, you're going to keep going to church with him or her, right? But if you don't, then obviously you can always go somewhere else. But I don't think that's something that will ever go away, Uh, to be candid, is it? Yeah. Go ahead, David. I mean, they use the church for everything. Church is easily used because it's a right. great way to emotionally manipulate like, people. I was just about to say, like, I know somebody, 
Yeah. That was hesitant about getting the vaccine, and they were like, I'm going to consult my pastor yeah. about it. I'm like, so you're not going to talk exactly. to a doctor about it? No, because they, well, you know, they hold pastors on the same level as counselors and doctors because they have such an influence over you spiritually. So, like, when they do something against people, they kind of are supposed to get penalized at the same level as a counselor or a doctor because they have the ability to manipulate emotionally you. So it's very convenient that when they want to talk to black people, they always go through the church or celebrity people. So when they want your vote, they go to the church. They don't really do platforms in other places. It always they just pop up at your church. When they want you to get a to do any medical stuff, they pop up at your church. But it does not work the other way around. Because when we have things in our culture that we need advocates for, the pastors are the quietest. So politics in church, even though church and state is supposed to be separate, it's not. It's Nobody be. ever thinks about and, that. When we have these and marches and we're advocating, because... where are the pastors? These big churches, where are they? Quiet as a church mouse. You don't hear anything. Yeah, okay, they're not on the front line. I'm going to disagree with you on that, Diva. And the reason I, I say that because you do have tons of pastors on the front line still fighting. What you don't have on the front line still fighting are pastors of those mega churches. Because we That's already know saying, they're, the they're not in it. Yeah, like it's the mega churches where you don't see like those pastors necessarily on the front lines because they're not necessarily in it to advance the cause. They're in it to quote unquote, you know, shepherd the flock or whatever. But in, in actuality, it's really just for the money. There's no money and advocacy like that. So you still have your ground roots pastors doing that work because they're not concerned with the money at that level. They either they got it or they don't. But they but they're but more I'm when they're trying to advocate for politics, they're going to the big churches the most to say, Hey, look at us. This, this is who we're cool with. This is the message we want you guys to vote. We're cool with these people. They listen to our terms. But did they? But when you think but when you think about it, how many of us really really follow like mega churches? Like Outside of huge cities, I mean, uh, me personally, I I've, I've never, I've, yeah, like I just don't. I've tuned I in don't. a few times, but I know so many people who do, who literally send their tithes and offerings to these really huge churches, even though they're not even in the same state. Well, these I mean, people have huge followers. I think it just depends because, like I said, I don't, and I I don't necessarily know a lot of I me personally, I don't know a lot of people who do. Um, I think when like Creflo first came out, there was some following there, but that has you know that has since waned off. Um, I think what maybe John Gray might be a popular one now, but I think that's probably because he has that TV show. But I don't know anybody personally that's like following his teachings like that, you know. Oh, they still have a huge following. I know someone personally who is like a security person for Crapo. Like, they still have huge followings. They have all of these different platforms. Their conventions are always sold out, and they're very huge. These, um, what's his name? Even after he died, even after he 
you know, his church is still, now the other guy is over the church, they still have tons of followers. Um, what's the church? Um, New Birth. You talk, you talk about Eddie even Long. Before, even, yeah, even after the whole Eddie Long situation, I knew so many people who did not leave that church at all, period. Now they're yeah, under the new leadership. They have even more people. So I, I, get, I guess my, my bottom line or, or my, my point of bringing this up was I just feel like it's a lot of audacity from people to just say, just do what you're supposed to do in that part of it. And I know how y'all talk about, you know, pastors and how church has been intertwined with politics. In my view, and folks might disagree with me, they shouldn't be involved in that. Their purpose is for the teachings of the Bible and for your spiritual growth, not for who you vote for. So you could be a Democrat, a Republican, an Independent. You may not even be involved in politics at all. The purpose of the church is to serve the people when it comes to your relationship with God, not your relationship with Washington or Senate or anything like that. It's To me, it's hypocritical. It's dead wrong. And I don't know. I just feel like if you had an attitude towards one, you should have it against everything. Because I don't have no problem with people speaking up in sports with people who have names. And if pastors want to do that in what is considered to be a positive way, it might be okay. But otherwise, if they want athletes to stick to sports, then preachers need to stick to preaching the gospel and not trying to influence people to vote for their candidate. Just my view. But, you know, I'm just well, a, you see, I'm just a, I But it's, it's community. You know what I'm saying? Church's community is so as politics. It all affects the community. So I think that's why, even though we don't agree with their methods, why they're linked because they're both supposed yeah. to be for the well-being of the community, right? So it makes sense that they're going to partner together to accomplish maybe their agenda, even if it's not maybe the true agenda of the people, but they're all a part of the community because you can't build a community without politics and you can't build a community without religion. Those are like the yeah. first things to get instituted before you get everything else. Yeah, but one shouldn't influence the, the, like I said, again, you know, and I could, I might be wrong on this one or whatever, but just my feeling is, is that preach me the gospel, don't preach me on who to (laughs) put on my ballot. That's all I'm saying. I don't don't think you're wrong. I just think it's, you know, I I agree with your point to an extent. I just think everybody's going to have an opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's never going to stop. Like I said, it's just one person's view, and and somebody else who might listen to this might. But I don't feel like anybody, for what they were saying, was wrong. We all have our difference of of opinion. But in the end, we're all for the right thing, which is, you know, black voices being heard and less racism. Um, I guess we can safely say that this concludes race talk. Now, (laughs) how about the call? Yeah. All right, we got our last stop here on this best of the radio show ATL. And in this segment, we're welcoming back our buddies from On The Go and also the lovely ladies from The Break Room as we debate Zion Williamson and his interesting baby mama drama situation. Yeah, nothing else really needs to be said. Listen to this. So, guys, um, I don't know if y'all have been on Twitter 
lately but um some crazy stuff going on you know nba finals just ended you know john moran pulling out toy guns and everything and this is kind of sports related but at the same time still related to uh pop culture uh so a young basketball player by the name of zion williamson was called out by his alleged mistress you know you know following him and his girlfriend you know, saying that they, you know, she was pregnant, you know, and he was excited and happy about it. Come to find out, she starts spilling her, you know, spewing her guts about all the stuff that they were doing. Um, have y'all had a chance to see that? Yes, indeed. And she was quite descriptive in very account of their entanglement. Oh, I didn't hear that very. part. Continue. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's on her. Yeah, it's on her Twitter. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, viewer discretion, please be advised. You know, she has mentioned things about him spitting in her mouth during intercourse and, you know, uh, all sorts of things, okay, to say the least. And I'm not trying to be graphic. I'm just trying to paint a picture. But um, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, uh, but this is what's going on. It's, this has been happening for, you know, about a week now. She's still going in. I mean, I think at this point in time, it's been a week now, and I think it's time for her to give it up. Would you say that she is more upset that he got another chick pregnant? Or would you say she's more upset that she's not the chick that's pregnant? Because I did leave something out. She is an OnlyFans model. From Atlanta, is she? she from Atlanta? Or an OnlyFans actress. I'm not sure. She's a porn star. Yeah, she's I'm a porn say, star. Yeah, like, okay. there's tears, right? Like, I'm not... You know, she... Uh, she's not yeah. She's not S-tier. She's built like a deep breath. No, no, okay? I, so she's not yeah, I wasn't about to get into all that. Okay. I just meant, like, you know... If you're a porn star, that's one thing. But if you're an OnlyFans, you know, person, that's different. Like you make the distinction between OnlyFans and porn. Well, the the Twitter community wanted to clarify. I guess the people that pay for browsers or whatever, they want to let everybody okay. know that, that she's not on OnlyFans. That that that's what they. She's not only on only, so she's on browser as well. Yes, apparently she's like on the roster, if you will. Oh, so she's a legit porn star. I mean, Correct. I'm not just doing this for the, fun. The one he got pregnant apparently is on OnlyFans or is an ex stripper. Might be both. Both can be true. We'll have to look it up. It's very apparent that he has a type. Yeah, okay, so. the for the streets type seemed like. Yeah, so we know you got a type. Uh, so so ladies, let I want to hear y'all's y'all thoughts. I want y'all to chime in on this. Why do you feel that this this woman that you know obviously isn't committed to anyone? Was all of a sudden committed to a 22 or 23 year old basketball player? I don't even think he's that old. I think he's 20. Uh, we know why. We know why. She saw him as a come up. She saw him as her way out of whatever situation she was using him. I don't. I'm not sure if she was his main or if he even has a main. But she played. She overplayed her part. She thought she was more important to him than she really is or was. And he pretty much kind of just showed her that like you were who you were to me. You are stepping outside of our arrangement. Pipe down, sis. I piped you down, so now pipe down in the corner. <laughs> no, I agree with you, Juicy K, because I feel like we even talked about this on our show. A lot of times, we as women, we put ourselves in really messed up situations. And then when things don't go well, then we want to place ourselves as the victim. No, it's you knew what you were getting into. The boy's 23. What did you think you were going to get from him? Wait, but just to um, you said she's OnlyFans and she's 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 also like a certified porn star. Yeah, she in the league. A porn she professional, league. yes. What? How do we know that this basketball player didn't like tell her sweet nothings 
And so and that's, that's where, oh, where, oh, no. that's where I got in. So that's why I got can confirm in. he did. Yeah. So so that's why she feeling some type of way. Let, let's be real. Yeah. Zion well, was out. Zion was out here <laughs> telling her no. when hold on when you move to New Orleans, I'm gonna give you an allowance. We're going to live together. Like, he had an allowance. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Okay, but yeah. here's the thing. She should have known from there. He treated her like a side piece, like a paid side piece for her to be available when he needed her to be available. Meaning, let me move you out here. Let me put you up so that when I want you, I can have you. Nothing else. Just because he showed her attention doesn't mean he signed up for a full relationship. Oh, I mean, yeah. at, at the end yeah. of the day. Wow. Mm-hmm. She thought because she was a throat goat that she <laughs> she thought that that was it. And so little does she know it's people coming up every day training for the throat goat Olympics. Okay, that's, that's a very interesting perspective. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to say this. She sound hurt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know, like y- y'all, y'all can tell y'all can tell me better right because y'all are women but with guys you know we feel some type of way too right like if we like a chick as my alarm rings take your pills a chick and we get beat out by somebody we think is a scrub we like to let you know about it you know what i'm saying and then we pray on your downfall of your relationship might not be you as a person (laughs) but we praying on your downfall Right. Wait a minute. <laughs> hold on. Let me... Um. Damn, man. We we missing some. Can we focus on one thing here? Hold on. Hold on. Let me let me keep, finish. Keep painting. Keep painting the picture. E. Yeah, keep painting the picture. We're praying on your downfall, right? Because if y'all don't work out, we're gonna be the first one. It's gonna one or two things gonna happen. One, you're gonna reach back out trying to see what's up. Or two, we gonna reach out to you and let you know <laughs> you fucked up, and that's where she's at. <laughs> She feels like when she looked at the pros and cons, if you will, you know, like the player card, if you will, she felt like she was uh, checking all the boxes, whereas this girl was not, okay? And she didn't have a chance to let Zion know that, you know, to break it on down to him. So she's using Twitter as an outlet to do that because now – He's already come out publicly, right? They had an arrangement. They made this nice little video. I'm having a baby with this lady. So, one, you didn't tell me. Two, now you like, you know, whether y'all together or not, you are forming an alliance with her. And you told me I was the one. I'm feeling some type of way. I ain't get to tell you about it. So now I got to let everybody got to be in on it because I'm looking for sympathy and I'm looking for folks to back me up and tell you with me that you ain't shit. Thank you, Ezra. Everything, everything he said. Yep. And that's what. Wait, so you agree with her, Ezra? I'm not saying I agree with you. I'm just letting you know her perspective. <laughs> man, that's what's happening. So, yes, man, we got to normalize in general this whole calling, like outing people on social media, like call the man, have a conversation. But you putting all this personal business, like no. people get a real kick about out <laughs> and out and people. And to play devil's advocate, she would tell you why he didn't call me before this stuff got posted. Man, on man, but 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 really, I mean, fuck all that, man. Yeah, I'm just saying, saying, like, exactly. fuck all fuck that on because well, I gotta tell you that shit. They like you see this what happens sometimes when you have men or women who are in like you know um, 
relationships with the same sex where they get outed like oh you're trying to keep me to the side i'm gonna put all your stuff out here that's the equivalent of this right here it's like she's having a a temper tantrum for the world to yes. see. it's some bullshit I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's completely bullshit. Because you wasn't married, you wasn't married to him. You don't not, look better than the yeah. baby mama. You just need to go away. Just, I, just I mean, look. Stop. First okay. of all, they both don't look great, so I don't even know what the hell that is. Facts. 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 But bro, if, I'm, you ain't, if you ain't getting Halle Berry or you know somebody worth a damn pregnant, stop. But I'm just saying, no, bro, stop. we just gotta stop normalizing this whole screenshotting and putting stuff out here. Like that shit ain't. It's not cool. Like Zion, Zion is having a, he's having an answer for stuff in the public that was his his private business, and that's some nonsense. She took it upon herself to do that. Man, look. Yeah, well, maybe if he didn't make his peen community, he wouldn't have to answer to the community about everything he's doing. Look, he knew, that, he knew that girl enough to know that he should have called her and said, "Hey, look, this was going on." You know, he didn't know her though. You well, got if they wasn't in a relationship, what explanation for her? What to avoid this bullshit, you you can't even go to a high school charity event and make a donation without the whole Twitterverse commenting on your shit saying, "Yeah, he donated money to help some kids, but uh, what he gonna do with that child support?" Oh man, blah, 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 blah. the man can't even do nothing right now. They gonna be talking about this for forever. Like, I think she needs an anatomy um, lesson. You can't get pregnant. In that man manner, sometimes the, the day after this so came I, out, the Pelicans posted, you know, this charity event that he was at, and you know what all the comments was about? Was about his sexual activity, not about what he was doing. I mean, he's only played twenty-three so games, she, so I mean, so I think she did this in an attempt to make him look bad and make him put all his bit and embarrass him, right? Yep. But she looks like the dummy as well. They look like two fools. Yes. Thank you. Yes. They do they both do. But they you know but one of them is hurt. All right. I'm gonna tell you why she don't have a leg to stand on. Cause she did the pleasure of doing all the investigative work for us. She posted all the text messages. <laughs> In these text messages, he literally said, Hey, do you have some fat ass white girls that would like to join us? So she was into threesome, sharing. So if you not being if he ain't being exclusive with you and you there. What you thinking he doing when you ain't around? Y'all not official. You know he a freak. You know he like porn stars. Yeah. And that's the that's the reason why people coming at him because he a freak. The nigga a freak. But that's why he, he like porn stars, bro. I mean, yeah. He like nothing's her. wrong with that. I mean, I look nothing wrong with that. If that's what you like, is what you like. But again, this goes back to women and talk, talk about women specifically. We put ourselves in these crazy positions. And then when it all just comes out, then we want to act like, oh, my God, I can't believe he did it. Like you said before, Jimmy, he wasn't really he was interested in other people with her. What makes him think he's not going to be interested without her? Yeah, right. but it yeah, was 20, with what? her. I think at least she was a part of it and she understood what was going on. She didn't know about this other girl. That only works if it's if everybody is under the like. Everybody understands what the full deal is. It doesn't work when one person does. If I'm not mistaken, she like mid-30s, right? She's like mid-30s, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but Juicy K said it earlier. I mean, that's a lottery ticket. 
Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, the guy just signed like a going... two hundred million dollar extension like a year ago. Exactly. <laughs> you know, imagine right. going to sleep and being like, "Yeah, I'm about to trap this nigga," and then you wake up and he got another girl. That's a, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. She hurt, man. She she missed out on generational wealth and that's, a spot, yeah. that's and a spot on the Real Housewives of New Orleans years from now. Okay, <laughs> she still can tap a little bit. Yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know uh, you know and, and that kind of brings me to another thing that i want to talk about kind of segue into it and it don't have to be long but how do y'all feel about porn stars wanting to be able to settle down but still <laughs> do their job as a porn star Ooh. well because like I she's like it's not like she was gonna quit I mean, the only difference between what the porn stars are doing and what a lot of people in these streets are doing is that it's televised. And so, I mean, if the person that they are with is okay, personally, I couldn't go, but if the person that they're with are their understanding of their job or their occupation, then who are we to say anything? Right. Yeah, I mean, to Juicy K's point, if, if you look at it like, hey, that's just my girl's job, then, you know, maybe that's maybe the, it could work. Just me no. personally, I, I'm not cool with watching my girl, <laughs> uh, you know, handle, you know, do her job <laughs> for the world to see. I just say that. I mean, Thanks. I mean, so, but, you know, if, if you had that understanding and, you know, the checks are cashing, hey, more power to you. You know, you I know of some like porn couples where if the woman is the porn star, that she can have sex with other women, but can't have sex with other men. Um, you know, that's, that's, I think that's the agreement. I, think that's I don't know fair. personally. Like you know them personally? Oh, no, 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 I don't. I don't know them, um, but I know of them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah, they moved out of the neighborhood, so I do not know them anymore. But yeah, so what do you all think about that? <laughs> like this idea of there are stipulations to this because it's not well, really I, cheating if it's another woman. Yeah, again, it, it goes back mm. to the, you know, that discussion in the house, hopefully that doesn't get leaked on Twitter or goes on a rant. You know, hey, that's what they agree to. Hey, more power to them. No, I don't I don't <laughs> agree with that. I don't agree with that. The only reason why I say that is because and this is the old cliche, but it's the truth. When men cheat, men just cheat. But when women cheat, they fall in love. You understand? They cheat emotionally. These men don't cheat emotionally. Too, sir. These jokers fall men in love don't... too. These men are falling in love. Wait, wait. We talking about cheating or are we just saying like the woman is still doing her job but no. with only women? No, she's doing her job. But I'm going to just be honest. Like from experience, I don't know many women that's in a relationship slash married that love sex so much that they would just be with a woman just to be with her for the activity. Men have sex just for the activity. Most women have sex because they like in a mood. They know this person. No. They're comfortable with them. They no. love. Them. Don't think that. Please don't think that. Don't believe I, that. I think. Wait, that oh, Jimmy, I'm trying to help you. Hold on. Let, let's try to help Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe. But we talking about. But we talking about a married woman too, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have. You're so wrong. I was trying. I was sitting here in my mind. I was trying to make it work. I was trying to carry the one. Jimmy, I think you're on your own. Sorry. Sorry, Jimmy. Can't. 
Jimmy, I think I think it might be the it might be the carbs and the sugar that I like. Well, more, I, man. No, so I think that I think the thought of what you're saying is nice. I think, um, but I I don't think you account for how sexual women are. Like women are coming into their sexual prowess and they are liberated more sexually. So it's not just for the pleasure of a man. They don't have to be in love to have sex outside of their marriage. They don't have to be in love to have sex with another woman. What the man is doing, a lot of the time the women are doing that and some more. You know, I got now that you say it, I got to agree with that. Well, well, I got to agree with that. I got to agree. Because for the longest, like, women were kind of like, it's almost like being that that bullet in a cannon or that, that shell in a cannon has been held back. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, it's, you know, acceptable or not even acceptable. Just women, they just look, we going to do us and fuck what you talking Period. about. Like women have been held back for so long in all aspects. Now they're like, man, I'm just going to be me in every aspect of my life. And fuck what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That part. I endorse that. So, so you know, now when y'all do go out, it looks so egregious. Not intentionally. It's just we've never seen a woman do those things before. And then when you do it, it's like, okay, okay. But when when I say it like that, you put it in perspective. I'm like, all right, I understand. But you just had to paint the picture. I appreciate. And I appreciate you being open to hearing. Yeah, of course. You are now listening to the radio show ATL. What is something? that you keep in your car, just in case? Uh, fork. Don't at me. Whoa. Wait, what? I need, Wait. I need follow-up we, there. Whoa. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I will at you. I will at you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's, uh, um, come out. I, got, I need yeah. a follow-up here. <laughs> yeah. A fork. Y'all, y'all never, like, ordered food and couldn't, they didn't give you the right utensils? Or you was hungry, you needed to eat it right then and there? No? I mean, that's just me? Oh my God, I'm showing my greedy side, yes. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, so that'll do it for this third installment of the best of the radio show ATL. That's the best you've got. We appreciate you listening. Thank you so much for making us a top 200 podcast in the music commentary category on Apple Podcasts. We could not do it without you. And we're just looking forward to 2024, you know, providing more entertaining interviews, entertaining shows, and we're just going to try to try to take this thing as far as we can. So, again, we appreciate y'all listening. And just stay tuned. There's more to come. Hi, these are the guys from the ZZ Talk podcast. I'm Zeno. I'm Zeus. We are a podcast of two ordinary guys. that talk about everything and anything, including sports, entertainment, politics. As well as an interview or two. Or five. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, or wherever else you find your podcasts. That's the ZZ Talk podcast. ZZ hyphen talk podcast like and subscribe hey this is Alora lovelight and you're tuned in to the radio show atl make sure to check out my latest single erotasy and follow at it's the radio show on instagram if you want your music heard on the radio show email the radio show inbox at gmail.com <laughs>